Hi, my name is Becky B, and this is episode 11 of the Concentrated Groundercast, to the point commentary on the CW sci-fi hit The Hundred. Today, I'm talking about episode 3 of season 3, Ye Who Enter Here. On Twitter last Thursday, producer Jason Rothenberg said, This special episode changes everything. And oh, how right he was. Let's start with what's happening at Mount Weather. 36 from Farm Station have moved into the mountain, and it's chilling when we see them living it up in the dining hall. I can totally understand why Octavia is upset, because there's this awful feeling in the pit of your stomach that those who just overthrew the aristocracy aren't going to be any better. There's such a clash of ideologies here, and Octavia is Pocahontas. Kudos to the editor for all those cuts to the creepy Assassin's Creed Ice Nation grounder. And can I say that what is this thing with cutting across the palm of your hand? I see it on TV and in movies all the time, and I'm telling you, if I needed to cut myself to get blood, the last place would be across the palm of my hand. I mean, hello? Anyway, I'm shocked and horrified when the assassin is actually in Mount Weather. I don't know if I'm slow or what, but I was totally taken by surprise. I guess when Bellamy says that we can trust Echo, I believe him. Maybe it's his brown eyes or his boyish smile. I don't know. So we see the Assassin's Creed guy running down the hallway and has these knives, and I'm expecting him to start stabbing people. But no, he has this bigger plan, and poor Gina gets in his way. I was starting to like Gina. They blew up the mountain. All those lovely and expensive sets are sent to Kingdom Come. Thirty-seven more Arkers dead to my count. More fodder for Pike's hatred. Meanwhile, Kane and Abby are entering Polis, what we lost with the Mount Weather sets were more than made up with the city of Polis. This huge open market at the foot of Lexa Tower was rich in detail and flavor, and I was left to wonder how did the people of the Ark really think the ground was uninhabited all this time when there's such a vast and complex society existing here? I wondered if Allie had something to do with that and has been blocking the Arker's view of the ground for all these years. Now on to Clark and Lexa. Last week, I scored Bellark Shippers 1 and Clexus Shippers 0.5. After this episode, I will have to amend that quite a bit. Clark and Lexa were breathtaking together. The tension was palpable and more was said with the actors' eyes and expressions than was ever verbalized. I've been thinking a lot about intentions. What is Lexa's intentions towards Clark? One thing that we know about Lexa is that she puts her people first, above her personal desires— and yet that doesn't appear to be what's going on here. Lexa's best move would be to kill Clark, but she doesn't. She thinks that having Clark at her side would have the same effect, but she is even willing to forego that advantage when she offers to free Clark. We want to believe that Lexa is motivated by her love for Clark, but are we totally sure about that? What is Clark's motivation? I was a little confused at her change of heart the first time through. Why does Clark agree to bow before Alexa after being so adamant that she would never do that? I think Clark is sacrificing herself again to save her people. She doesn't want the title and mantle of Juanheda. That's what she's been running from for the past three months. But she takes it on in an attempt to secure Alexa's position of power. It's Alexa that's protecting her people. That's why Clark persuades Cain and Abby to become the 13th clan. Without the coalition, the Arkers might be slaughtered. So, Lexa is motivated by love, maybe, and Clark is motivated by duty. 
It's all very Game of Thrones. In the end, Lexa bows to Clark and elevates her to her own level. She shows Clark that she esteems her as an equal, and Clark is left speechless. And, frankly, I'm left speechless. Actually, I might have squeed just a little bit. So now I'm hooked. The Arkers are the 13th clan. Clark embodies Juanheda and has taken her place by Lexa's side. The Ice Queen is marshalling her forces, and pretty soon all hell will break loose. It's just another day on the 100. This has been Becky B. for the Concentrated Groundercast. Thanks for listening. You can catch me on Twitter or Tumblr at Groundercast. <laughs>